When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Maeve Marston, and you're listening to the podcast of Queer Stories, an LGBTQI storytelling night hosted at Giant Dwarf in Redfern. This week, award-winning comedian Demi Lardner. How you guys doing? Are you good? Cool. So, I'm not like a storytellery type person. I'm usually like stand-up-y, weirdo fuckhead. Um, so, in some ways this is a story. In a lot of ways it's just like a list of sadness. So... <laughs> like, it's mostly, it's like an explanation of how I turned out like this. Um, I.e. a grub. Um, like, because uh, uh, the point of it was, is basically that uh, I feel like I was my own uh, parent, like uh, who was a weird single mother to myself. <laughs> Very upsetting. Uh, just me screaming at myself to put on a jumper constantly. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know whether you guys uh, can tell by looking at me, but I have had a lot of stepdads. Uh, <laughs> Don't mean to brag, but um, it's, uh, it's just a true thing. Uh, it's uh, so I don't know. It, it just happened. They were all interesting, all the same kind of dude. They're all um, bald. They all had utes. They were like, I want to be shiny and convenient. Like they're all. This is dark thing. They're all the kind of guy that would say the sentence, look what you made me do. Never good. Never. Oh, never a good thing, is it? It's never like, look what you made me do. It's a collage about my emotions. <laughs> Macaroni represents how much I fucking love you. Prisons! Never that. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so <laughs> dark bits. Mum is like a proper alcoholic. Like, uh, she's in like a contest that no one else is aware of. Like, very odd. She's like, she's a real shitlord. Like, she's put in her 10,000 hours. She's a pro. Like, um, like a typical conversation between us, like when I was a kid uh, in the house, would be like uh, her at one end of the house being like, Demi, clean your room. And me at the other end being like, Mom, I can barely hear you over the chicken bone wind chimes you made in rehab. <laughs> Uh, for real though, she was like a bit of a dummy. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of her. Um, like, uh, we rarely had plates in the house because they were like repurposed as rage weapons. It was no good. Um, 
One time uh, she grounded me because I accidentally poured uh, just a full box of barbecue shapes in my nana's coffin. <laughs> that one like that's no good but <laughs> I, got it. I, I didn't mean it um I also like uh she she was real keen on, like I pretended I wasn't queer for ages because she was real keen on having a gay kid she she wanted one bad and I was like no I'm rebelling <laughs> love the cock <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> another thing I used to do to rebel was like in the middle of the night, uh, I would just uh, like sneak out of my bedroom, sneak out of there, sneak into the kitchen, just get the salt, just a big old thing of salt, sneak back to my room, eat all the salt. <laughs> Fuck you, mum and dad. <laughs> Dinner's going to be bland. <laughs> and I'm thirsty. I don't know. <laughs> That's a little bit about me and a little bit about mum. Uh, my dad is... Uh, he, he is, like, I really want to like him. Like, he's OK. I remember... Um, that uh, when I sort of like, I didn't mean to come out to him because I thought I already had, and <laughs> I had not, it turns out. Um, <laughs> which was a bummer, but like, uh, and it's on, like, I've got a recording of it. It's, uh, <laughs> I was doing a podcast with him, and, um, all right, I'll be dad. Here we go. Uh, dad, uh, this is me. Oh, uh, hey, dad, how do you feel about me being, like, somewhat gay? And he was like, oh, I hope you're not. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, like, you know, I've, like, d like dated like girls and he was like what and kissed him <laughs> and I was like yeah and uh and he went yuck and <laughs> but then about a month later he visited me at my home in Melbourne and he kind of he like extended an olive branch like his 65 year old olive branch and he was like hey if you like had a like a celebrity girl crush. Who would it be? Cause mine's George Clooney. Anyway. I'm sorry, it's taking me so long. To, I was just going to go through a list of things. These are the things that I, w I was my own parent when I was growing up because my parents were mental. That's the main point of that. Um, when I was 14, I got a fake ID so I could buy a lizard. <laughs> just real keen on having a lizard. Um, 
when I was 15, uh, I started comedy and I would stay out till like 3 a.m. watching my 30-year-old friends get wasted and then just drive them home. <laughs> Very odd. Uh, I had to leave home at 16 because my dad was on a crazy cocktail of meds and stuff and he kicked me out for shaving my head, which was confusing. Because, uh, like, he was bald at the time, real weird. <laughs> It was potentially because I reminded him of like all my stepdads or something, I don't know, or... He, maybe he hates aerodynamics, I don't know. Um, but simultaneously, my mum and dad lived in different houses. Simultaneously, my mum was like, uh, not in a good place. Like, at the time, she sort of like resembled a very angry pile of sticks. <laughs> in a Von Dutch jumper, like... Just an angry rage lady uh, who was not keen on me, so uh, had to go. I lived in my 1989 Toyota Corolla. Uh, the transition was a lot easier because of the fact that for three years I'd been sleeping in a child's race car bed. <laughs> Uh, so I lived in my car and because uh, I, like, it, it was pretty cool <laughs> in some ways. Like, the boot was full of Nerf guns. That was rad. Um, uh, I don't think you're supposed to live in cars, so cops would be like, what are you doing? <laughs> A lot. Uh, and I'd be like, nothing. So, <laughs> flawless plan. Um, uh, so, uh, lived in that car for ages. I, um, at, uh, oh yeah, and I, I kind of, like, because it was kind of isolated and stuff, I kind of personified the car, and, uh, <laughs> out of, like, boredom and isolation, whenever I got out of the car, and this just became habit, I would open the door and just make this sound. I would just, I got open the door, and this is my car's voice. Oh my god, no! Oh no, I'm gonna... And then climb out. <laughs> You know, like, my car was bulimic and I was a large meat lover, so like... <laughs> um, speaking of which, at 18, uh, I took after my car and developed an eating disorder to try and uh, take my mind off the sads. Because uh, <laughs> if my tum-tum hurts, me brain can't. That's, that, was, that was how I... Guys, it's fine. I think it's funny, so you guys can. It's... <laughs> It really doesn't matter. Um, I, I didn't think I was bulimic though. It was more like just, I was like, no, I'm just like nostalgic for the meals that I've eaten. <laughs> I want to see that one again. <laughs> um, at 17, I moved into a gross share house with a dude who used to watch hentai at the dinner table uh, and leave fish skeletons all over the house. I don't know what the fuck that was about. Um, like, he was a cartoon cat? I don't know. Um, but, like, one that loves anime titties. Like, one time he stole all of my underwear. Um, I decided to start tackling the bulimia, though, when I was in uh, hospital with chronic stomach pain and running late for the Kanye concert I was supposed to be at. And uh, I decided to rip the drip out of my arm and cab it to Rod Laver. And the doctor was like, oh, don't. <laughs> And I was like, oh, I'm late. <laughs> and after that, I thought, yeah, probably, probably should just eat better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Once I was too poor to buy groceries and I used a sample sachet of strawberry lube as jam on toast. <laughs> Good thing about that is that like, it goes down really easy. <laughs> Uh, when I was 20, I uh, accidentally uh, seduced a very gay man who ran a hotel and he stole my passport and house keys <laughs> and started sending me pictures of myself with a zoom lens. <laughs> so shit was weird for a bit. Uh, I got really, really good at like building stuff and problem solving from being left alone for the first 20 years of my life. I was like, like, a, um, like, a, like a tiny, sad MacGyver, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, but I didn't learn how to do any normal shit until like last year. Like, um, like sometimes I just go blind in one eye and I have no idea why. Because <laughs> I will not go to the doctor because I don't understand bulk billing. <laughs> uh, so my parents didn't teach me to do any of that stuff. The, the one time though that my, uh, that my mum actually parented me in a situation was... Um, so one time, uh, my mum uh, caught me watching some pornography, which I think has happened to like a lot of people. But um, the way that it happened with me is different because, um, like, the way that she caught me is I called her up and I told her. <laughs> so yeah, I'll explain. Uh, <laughs> I was in Edinburgh doing a, like a solo stand-up show and I was staying with a friend and uh, she left the house for like 20 minutes. So I was like, well, why wouldn't I do that? <laughs> and, uh, and I was, um, uh, oh yeah, like the night before I'd been walking home alone through a, uh, through a park and uh, this dude had been following me. Uh, so I took out an aerosol can and a lighter and blew flames up into the air. <laughs> And he hoofed it in the other direction, like he was like, I'm not gonna fuck her if she's on fire. <laughs> so like, the point is, I was in a weird place. Um, anyway, I, I was watching my midday movies and, uh, and a pop-up came up on the screen that I'd never seen before. It's, it, you guys know what pop-ups are, you, I would explain. Like, if you don't, which you do, but if you don't, they're like, they're just ads that come up that are like, do you want to buy a boob? I don't know. <laughs> so a pop-up came up that I'd never seen before and it was like, stop, United Kingdom's Correction Cybercrime Unit. And it had like a police siren sound effect with it. And, um, and then all these paragraphs about how I was like definitely going to jail. <laughs> But maybe if I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to jail as much if I gave him some money. <laughs> so I did what I think any of us would do, which is just burst into tears and call my mum. And I was like, Mum, I'm going to jail, I saw a doodle. She was like, I don't think that happens. And I was like, well, why would the internet lie to me, mother? And she told me I should call the police and ask them, so I did.
I was like, I just got this pop-up on my screen. I read it out to the uh, police lady who, who was on the phone. She immediately recognised it as fake. She was like, yeah, no, that, that's fine. It, it's a very common... Uh, it's, it's a scam. Uh, it just happens when you're on certain websites. And I was like, she knows, and I hung up. <laughs> and I called mum back and I was like, sorry. <laughs> oh, it, it, you probably didn't want to get that phone call. And she was like, Demi, it's fine. Don't even worry about it. You know, we all watch a bit of porn. <laughs> no, you don't. Nah. Now, as far as I'm concerned, you haven't had sex. I was born because a wizard sneezed on you. <laughs> and I just don't know how I didn't know that was a pop-up. Like, it had, up in the corner of it, it had a picture of the Queen. Just looking a bit cross. Like, like she was like, oh, Jimmy, don't treat yourself like an animal. <laughs> and now I'm just worried that, like, when I watch porn, I won't be able to come unless I'm looking at a $5 note, you know? <laughs> Anyway, the point of most of this is that I had a weird time when I was a kid. I was a confused person. Uh, and uh, my friend Bart kind of mentored me uh, through like the past four years and I think I owe most of my progress to him. Uh, he asked me to start a podcast with him, which we've been doing for just over a year now, where people send us voicemails and we give them just terrible advice. Um, <laughs> And uh, it's, it's pretty apparent now that, like, the, the whole reason was just to, like, give me stability and have something to do every week. But it's, like, I kind of gotten, like, a little bit popular and, like, people send us shit and they're like, you really helped me through a hard time. <laughs> so that's fucked. <laughs> he, like, incorporated a segment into the podcast where I would just, like, update people on my mind journey. I'd be like, oh, I, I booked in to the doctor and, like, I'm on meds and I'm talking to a psych. And I was like, oh, this literally, that's, that's the only reason he was doing this. And now other people email me and update me on their progress and stuff, which is fucking sick. My life is kind of together now. And, you know, I don't live in a car. So that's good. I'm like the most mentally healthy I've ever been. I'm not anxious. I'm also living my fucking dreams at 23. I, yeah. I legitimately have to write a new bucket list because it's done. <laughs> Although uh, last week I was using an app on my phone that takes photos of your tax receipts and the company collates all your information from them and instead of uploading a receipt I accidentally sent them nudes, so... <laughs> uh, and like a month ago I missed a train on my way to a TV shoot because I scooted into an op shop to buy a DVD of Sister Act 2 Back in the Habit. <laughs> disorder but I'm heaps healthier now. I don't speak to my mum. Talk to my dad a lot and I love him but terrible parent. Um, I think the point of it is is that uh, I just feel like sometimes kids really need to be told that their parents might be garbage. Like, you know you hear a lot about like but that's your family but no sometimes they're real shit. Like like it's hardcore cyber garbage. I was like really pressured into just dealing with my parents because they're family. And I'm pretty lucky that my parents were like shitty and absent because like I got to spend hours alone contemplating, figured out how to cut them out. <laughs> but it turns out like I was an okay parent to myself. 
like, I don't know, do you guys want to send me Mother's Day gifts or whatever? <laughs> Thanks very much, I'm Demi Lardner. Book tickets for the next Queer Stories on the Giant Dwarf website. And for discount tickets to the show, donate to my crowdfunding at patreon.com slash ladiesingsitbetter. Thanks for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.